0: The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the Hockey Gambling Podcast, brand new YouTube page. The hockey guys are giving away a hoodie to celebrate their new YouTube channel. Register today at sportscambling HGP. I'm just about that action, boss. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. We are back uh, again for another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast, and the sports gambling podcast network. No, me, no the voice, no guys, me, really, real villain, real Toro from Virginia here at your service. <laughs> <laughs> And it is the last Afternoon Games episode of the year. Scott, Studio Reichel, what's going on?
1: Scotty, beam me up.
0: Surprise.
1: Doing pretty well. Looking forward to the slate. A lot of games. It's actually the most games we've had all year long. Eight
0: games. We have more games than those nerds that do the morning show.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, a big reason is they're trying to keep all the important games, or at least some of them, uh, at the late slate. But yeah, a lot of these games might be really ugly on paper because some teams don't care. But there are a couple of really good games on this card, so keep an eye out for those. Should be a pretty fun episode.
0: Yeah, and I mean, we're gonna we might speed through some of the ones that don't matter, and we may pay attention to no offense to to Sam
1: Darnold. Hence, we might speed through a couple of games here and there. But you know, it's fine.
0: All right, let's go ahead and get started because we got a long ways to go. The Dallas Cowboys on the road going to play the Washington Commanders. Cowboys are laying 13. 47 is the total here. Sam Howell is getting the start over Jacoby Brissett in this game. I don't think it's because they want him to. Ron Rivera probably looking for a new job as soon as the game is over. More than he might
1: retire in general, but yes.
0: Huh. I mean, the Cowboys just need the win. Correct. They get the win. They're NFC East champions. They secure the two, two seed?
1: seed. Yeah, two Niners seed. already got the one. They get the two.
0: Yeah. Thirteen. I mean, right. I lead in. I, I I'm not going to lay thirteen.
1: I'm not going to lay thirteen. I,
0: okay. I I'm not taking the Cowboys in any situation. But it's so know. many it's so many situations that I could see here where the Commanders ran like we under. If you are a Commanders fan, you will understand this more than anybody. The Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. This team was on for like majority of the year. Of uh, wow, they looked really good in that game, and then they look like crap for the next three. I mean, why would what are the odds that Sam Howell looks like the person that was leading the NFL in passing at one point? Granted, he also leads the NFL in interceptions, but this offense has had has had flashes. And I don't know if the motivation is, is there enough for Dallas. Like, they just need a win. All they need is a win.
1: The main reason why I'm going to stay away from Dallas in this one is because of the fact, A, I have not been overly impressed by them recently. They did beat Detroit last game, technically. Did they? they? Detroit, technically. Mm-hmm. But the final score says they did, but that's debatable. Either way, point is, Dallas is fortunate to be in the spot, but they've not exactly looked that sharp recently. Yes, against good opposition, but still. The Cowboys are not a good road team. They're a home team that is dominant at home for the most part. But on the road, they've been pretty hit or miss. And that's especially true outdoors. So the Commanders last year with Sam Howell, you might remember, buried this Cowboys team. Game didn't really matter that much for Dallas. But the point is, you saw the Commanders win comfortably. It's the final game for a coach. Maybe they send him a send-off with a win. We'll see what happens. But 13 is a lot of points for a Dome team that has not been good in opposing arenas this season. I, I just think that the Commanders can hang in there. I'm not saying they're going to win the game. They played on Thanksgiving. Cowboys blew them out. But that was a pretty misleading scoreline. The game was close for about, what, two and a half quarters? Then Man. Howell threw a couple picks, bland at a pick six, three. and the game kind of got out of sorts late. But that game was close for about a half, two yep. and a half quarters. I'm going to lean to the Commanders here. I think 13 is too many points on the road. Yeah. Wait too many.
0: Wait too many. I think they get up for this spot. Last I thing think Dallas was wins,
1: but I think it might be seven. Ten maybe 13's a lot.
0: It feels this just screens backdoor cover. This screams backdoor cover. Dallas is never in a point where they feel like they're not going to lose the game. And then Washington does a lot late. Yeah, screens backdoor cover for me. Washington plus 13.
1: I thought the commanders weren't even that bad against the Niners last week. They lost by 17. And that game was also competitive for about a half and change. They weren't that bad in that game.
0: Yeah. I don't have any thoughts on total. Anything on total?
1: Uh, not really. I, I guess I'll lean over because Dallas's defense has kind of been shaky recently, and I think that can tear apart this past defense. So I'll lean over.
0: Yeah. I don't really have a play on it. Kansas City Chiefs on the road going to play Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers are laying three and a half, 35 is total, and that's because Patrick Mahomes is not playing Chiefs. Are locked up the division, so they're good where they're at. You're going to see Blaine Gabbert in this game, and whoever else they decide to trot out around him.
1: I mean, what, it is the what's Chargers.
0: The vertical east what's the verdict on Easton Stick, man?
1: I don't think he's good, but I think that he's a decent, I don't know, second or third quarterback on. I, mean, I can't say decent second quarterback, third quarterback on a roster, maybe. Like I think he's fine. Like I don't, I don't think he's that great, but he can. He's mobile, I guess. Uh, I guess I'll ask you this question though: Who do you think is a better quarterback, Eason Stick or somehow still in the league, Blaine Garver?
0: That's what I'm trying to figure out, and I don't know. I actually think it's quite even. I don't know. The I thought think, of playing three and Cowboys a half with the first. Chargers is actually disgusting. But it's Week 18, yeah. so I guess you got to do d- disgusting things.
1: I'll leave it there. I think yeah, I'm gonna lean to the points in this one. It's it's one of those toilet bowl games with the NBA that we believe in, where you just kind of take the points and hope for the best. I don't like the Chargers. Like I think that why is this bad three and a run? half? It's three and a half because the Chargers are using most of their starters while the Chiefs are benching half the team. That's the argument. Yeah, Florida but like, not gonna be there for either team. But why hasn't, but hasn't this?
0: Why why has why would this? Why because the, the Chargers are bad three. Why is this not a flat three, three and a half? Three, the hook, the hook is baiting me. I think the hook's baiting me to take it. I'm um, yeah, you laid a three and a half. There's no chance
1: I'm betting half. this game, but I am gonna lean to the Chiefs in this one. Coin flip game, in my opinion, I'll take the points.
0: All right, let's see. We, I mean, we're gonna roll through these because I, I if you're betting these, some of these, I'm kind of concerned. I'm not gonna lie. I just. I don't know what to make. Blaine Gabbard versus (laughs) Easton Stick is nasty work. All right. This is nasty work as well. But the Denver Broncos are playing the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders are laying two and a half. 37 is total. Jarrett Stidham versus Aiden O'Connell. I know I just said lay the three and a half, take two and a half. And maybe we do need to take two and a half here. But, man. If I had to pick a coach in this game, well, I'm going to ask you, would you rather have Sean Payton or Antonio Pierce right now?
1: For this game only? I would take Antonio Pierce. Yeah. Like, why not? Sean Payton, you could argue, maybe wants to make Russell look extra bad by making Stidham look good, but who cares? Your season's over. You know Russ isn't going to be there in the offseason anyway. You're gonna cut him to save money. It's get why you're you not using the game anyway. I think Antonio Pierce won the job anyway. But better safe than sorry. It's a home game as well. Yeah, I think The Raiders fan base shows up.
0: I was yeah, I think he should definitely get the job. And I, I don't agree, know why Denver's fan base are. would show up.
1: The season's over. Why would they travel to Vegas? Besides to have fun in Vegas. I don't know why they would go for a I think that's game. actually the only reason,
0: Scott. Uh, yeah. they might they might not be in the game. They may be in Vegas, they might not be in the game.
1: I think they might be in Vegas for the game. They might oversleep the game. That's kind of my point. But, yeah, I do think that Antonio Pierce would be the coach I'd rather have in this game. Arguably, in general, I'm not a big Sean Payton guy, uh, but I think that Antonio Pierce has definitely won the locker room. Yes, they lost to the Colts last week. Colts might be a playoff team. I'll give him a pass on that one. The Broncos can't score. I, I, I just think at the end of the day, the Raiders are decent enough at home To put together a good performance, you can argue it's a Stidham revenge game if you want to buy into that narrative. But I am going to lean to Ritter. I'm going to lean to not Raider. I'm going to lean to the Raiders minus three. I think they're going to be more motivated for the game. I think they want to win one for the coach. They want him to keep the job. And I do think winning a week 18 game at home, maybe in convincing fashion, might be the cherry on top to get him to keep the job
0: absolutely especially the fact that he's been trotting out A- Aiden O'Connell for the entirety of the like his entire year and he's and like O'Connell entire tenure. yeah 100 percent all right I mean it's really done it was really that of of all the games on this slate there are not many that I really really am excited to bet I'm actually kind of excited to bet Antonio Pierce in that game because I just feel like this Las Vegas team is going to absolutely get up for him and try to secure him that starting job. Players coach, man. Players coach. All right. Before we get to the rest of the slate, got to talk to you about prize picks because prize picks has that injury insurance where you can get your player rebooted if they. Exit the game in the first half and does not return in the second half. They're rebuted, rebooted. You don't have to worry about their stats. This this is Prospects, and Prospects is the only fantasy daily fantasy sports platform that is giving you an injury insurance policy like this where you don't have to worry. You can get that void. You can get what you need and then continue going on with your contest because this person got hurt in two minutes of the game. Don't have to worry about that. Don't gotta worry about making plays yourself either because you can tell some of the fame, some of the famous players and people that play on prospects, Meek Mill, Andrew Schultz, like all these guys. They're on Prize Picks. Go on to community plays and tell them and see how they're doing. And if you like it, play it. Why not? So make sure you go to so SGPN. Use code SGPN for a first sponsor matchup to one hundred dollars That's prizepics.com slash SGPN code SGPN. Prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. We're also about to a hockey gambling podcast hoodie contest. It just launched their new YouTube channel and go give them a listen, especially if you're not big into hockey. This is the perfect podcast to listen to. They break everything down, they start teaching you more about betting it, and they give out stone cold winners. And They're giving away a free hockey gambling podcast hoodie. Just go to slash HGP to enter that contest. That is slash HGP. All righty, we're continuing on here with the Los Angeles Rams on the road going to play the San Francisco 49ers 49ers are laying four here 41 is total and in the week 18 quarterback matchup we have Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold.
1: What a matchup. Do you enjoy by the way the uh, final week of preseason being in January. Are you a fan of it? or Are you against it?
0: I'm against it. Okay. So it. Am I. I, I just think they should get rid of it. Just get rid of it. Why is this here? Why is this here? Honestly, all the games they don't matter. Y'all don't have to play. We don't need y'all. We
1: really yeah, don't. Yeah, but we I included them anyway because we are thorough. But yeah,
0: whatever. We 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 really don't need like we really don't need y'all. Like I understand everybody's like football, football, more football. Yes, yes, yes. There's no like, hey, way in hell
1: you're watching this game. You're not watching reaction or the yeah. local channel, and you're forced to watch it on TV.
0: Like some of these games that actually matter, you're going to be watching these. You're not paying attention to unless you're like a diehard. You're not paying attention to these games, but whatever. We did I, see I, 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 can't, I can't. take the Raven. Carson. You look okay. Lynch. I can't. I can't take Carson Wentz. I can't. I don't. I can't take Carson Wentz. Four is crazy. Laying four with Darnold is pretty crazy, but I can't take Carson Wentz.
1: You can argue though that it's the most important game out of all quarterbacks for Carson Wentz, uh, because okay. it's audition for every single team. It is,
0: it is. This is literally him playing for next year. Like, absolutely, him playing for next year. I think he's
1: gonna fold that opportunity. Okay, wouldn't be a hot take. Has been terrible for years, but I mean, yeah, it's fine. Both teams are benching everybody. Rams clinched a playoff spot already. Niners clinched the one seed. Both teams are sitting everyone. I think I'm going to lean Rams. No real logic besides toilet bowl. Give me the points. I think four is too many. I think that maybe one shows you something, who knows, but I like the under in the game. I see an ugly game. Both coaches are preparing for the playoffs, so they're not going to show anything in the playbook. It is going to be handoff central for both teams. They might turn down some fourth and ones and maybe punt. Like It's going to be that much of a let's get out of here as quickly as possible that anyone getting injured. Give me a low-scoring, ugly game, something like I don't even know, twenty to seventeen, something mm-hmm. like that. Whatever. Give me the under. Under is my favorite play in this game, but I'll lean to the yeah. rest
0: I like the. I love the under too. I love the under two. Under forty-one is the best play in this one. I might actually end up betting that one, but no, I can't take Carson Wentz. Like I cannot. I can't reasonably sit up here and tell somebody to take Carson Wentz. Give me Sam Darnold minus four.
1: I saw Sean McVay revive Baker Mayfield on three days. So let's see what happens. Bro, if he
0: does it to Carson Wentz, (laughs) then he's got it, yo. He's got it. Like, I ain't going to never question Sean McVay again. He do it with Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz looks good in this game. But I can't say Carson Wentz, man. Call it the NFC East thing. All right. Speaking of the NFC East, we have the Philadelphia Eagles on the road going to play my New York football Giants. Eagles are laying five and a half on the road. Forty-two is total. Eagles need this game, and for the Commanders to upset the Cowboys, and then they'll be the NFC East champions. They pretty much squandered everything like this. It oh, was it's, so it's, it's like
1: the, collapse. The the,
0: the it, Arizona was such easy money, man. And it's so many Eagles fans that are so like trying to be quietly shocked that they lost that game. It was such easy. Like that might have been. The easiest double digits spread that I had. Well,
1: the coaching connection was kind of the cherry on top for that game uh, with Gannon, of course. But yes, there's no way in hell I was going to lay double digits with the Eagles. I mean that that's a team you don't want. You want to fade more often than not at this point. Uh, yeah, we kind of called the Eagles frauds about two months ago before the Niners game, and they've been terrible ever since. So yep. I'm going to ask you about your team though, because your team probably should have won last week, and mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're a fan of Mason Crosby because he missed and help preserve your draft stock. Is that mm-hmm. accurate? Yeah. I thought Tyrod looked decent last week.
0: Tyrod is Tyrod is the best quarterback on the roster. Yeah, I and agree. And I've been pretty emphatic about that, best quarterback on the roster.
1: I think DeVito is easily worst, but that's a separate story. I, like,
0: easily worst.
1: No, it's Tyrod, the and then Daniel Jones, then a long gap, and then you have DeVito after that. Then,
0: well, no, it's a long gap. Then whale poop. And then you have Devito.
1: Fair. I oh, know you got right. you got Saquon and Wild in you know, a Wildcat packages, and then you have Devito after that. But yeah, yeah. Um, so I... Do you think the Eagles care? There's been kind of rumors yes. about them not fully caring, but I think you have to play everybody. Your team's been so bad, you got to build up some momentum. You got to try. You got to feel right? good.
0: Like you got to feel good about something. And at the end of the day, like at the end of the fucking day, Brian Dable has not beaten the eagles or the fucking cowboys no has not has he been i close? can't tell you i, I actually cowboys, I he hasn't
1: been close once i don't know if he's been close against the eagles or not the cowboys have buried him every time
0: yeah he was i mean i guess if you want to call that last game close then yeah he that's was fair close to doing okay it.
1: it was ugly but early but they, they battled
0: yeah Fuck no we're we're gonna get smoked bro we're gonna get smoked eagles are gonna come out here and 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 I think that people are probably going to back the Giants because the Giants made that last game competitive, and it was just two weeks ago on Christmas. Nobody gave us a chance, and they were able to battle back and potentially have a chance to go in, go up, and tie the game, try to win the game, and all of that. So it's it's clear and obvious. The Eagles are only going to beat the Giants to end of the season. Give me the Eagles minus five and a half. They're going to get it done. This Giants roster is – they're done. Like, they're done. They're done. They're probably going to give it their best effort in the first half, and then they're going to end up folding. And I'm perfectly fine with it. This Eagles team is probably going to come out here and like a buzzsaw and beat us by two touchdowns, more than likely.
1: They should, but this Eagles team is so broken. And using Patricia now as your main like defense, that's so funny. That Bro, no,
0: I've so seen cool. like, I've seen so these Philly teams be broken and then go play the Giants the last game of the Oh season, no, you didn't let me finish. I was gonna say out. this
1: team is so broken, but I'm still taking Philly. Like I was I was gonna finish by saying I'm not taking yeah. the Giants on the spot. You can argue the Giants once again are gonna still be competitive because Tyrod, I think, is the best quarterback on the roster. Uh so he might accidentally sneak his way into a win. The Eagles did dominate most of that last meeting. The game got interesting because of a blown. Tyrod coverage. came in the game. Yeah, well, Tyrod came into the game, but he's going to play this game too. But there's really two plays that made the game interesting. You had the pick six, where the Eagles were basically about to go up three possessions, and suddenly mm-hmm. that game was interesting. And then you had the blown coverage to Slayton, where Slayton had a, a massive bomb for a touchdown. Besides those two plays, Philly dominated almost the entire game. So I think that the final score was kind of misleading there. I am going to lean to the Eagles. Normally, I would lean Giants because I figured Philly, if they were not in total free fall, would bench half the team for this game. But they're not going to. I think Eagles are going to be motivated. I think they're going to be really, really – they might treat this like a playoff game, to be honest. You need some type of momentum, something to stop the bleeding. And this is a good matchup for you. I'm going to lean to Philly. If they lose this game, they're getting buried in the first round of the playoffs automatically. But I'm going to lean to the Eagles minus five. I think they're in a good spot to win this game by ten.
0: They're not getting buried to the NFC South winner. I'll, I'll nope. let you know that they're not. Oh,
1: okay, okay, that's a fair point.
0: Yeah, they're not getting. Buried I, I forgot to the, the fact NFC that winner. Okay, okay, <laughs> but fair. take the Eagles first half what and just take it up as far as you can. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna go out there and they're gonna try to run the score up in the first half so they can sit people in the
1: second half. Yeah, I forgot the fact you're in it was the NFC South, so fair yeah. point. But.
0: And we have the Buffalo. No, that's I'm jumping. We got one. We, got, one of the we got two more games, two more games. before. Oh, yeah, we game. got two. Sorry. Chicago Bears on the road going to play the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay's laying three. Forty five is total. Everybody's playing in this one. I don't know why everybody's playing
1: in this one, but everybody's playing in this one. But What do you mean? For which team?
0: For both teams. Everybody's playing. Green Bay, Green like Bay's still on
1: the is, Green Bay wins the run.
0: Is it there? Is it that they win? They're in.
1: Pretty sure is that the because, they, because, they, beat, that the br- because uh, they beat the Vikings last week. If they win, they're in. I think.
0: Oh, Okay.
1: The Bears are just well, trying to build the momentum that they've had for the last month.
0: I think there's a possibility that Jordan Love might own the Bears.
1: By the way, I'm I'm quickly pulling it up uh, that there's a path to the playoffs. Um, yeah, if the Packers win, then they're in. Uh, but to go through some of the other uh pathways here let me just see if I got this right turn the sixth seed and travel to Detroit Packers win Rams lose Cowboys or Eagles win so once again they need a lot to go wrong to miss the playoffs if they win this game or Packers win Rams lose Cowboys lose Eagles lose Lions lose basically if the Packers win they're in that's basically it if they win they're in the playoffs as far as that's all that matters Does that sway you at all?
0: Not really. I mean, I was already going to say I. I, I thought that there's a possibility that Jordan Love might just can own this Bears team. Like, what is the possibility of the Bears thinking that they can finally get the one up on the Packers without Aaron Rodgers, and then they continuously get owned
1: by the Packers again and again and again? I'm actually picking the Bears in this game. I'm actually going to take the three. I like how this Bears team's played. They can argue in the grand scheme of things, this recent run is going to be horrible for the organization because they're going to keep Eberflus and they're going to keep Justin Fields. So we're going to see what happens moving forward, but they've been really good. I, I just can't deny the current form they're in. It's deja vu all over again because the Packers were in this exact same spot last year against a team that was in good form, not making the playoffs, that wanted to play spoiler in week 18 in Lambeau, Yes, I know it was Aaron Rodgers compared to Jordan Love, but we saw them lose this game last year with LaFleur. They can do it again. It wouldn't shock me. Chicago wants to play spoiler. They're in good form, and just and Jordan Love played well last week. The Vikings basically handed the game over by starting. Uh, they started Hall instead of Mullins, and we saw Hall was just abysmal in the first half of that game. But I think for the sake of this matchup, the Bears in general are in a good spot to play spoiler to keep it rolling they should be on an even bigger run than they currently are because they choked away that game against the browns a couple weeks ago but to go through quickly the current form of the bears I want to just pull it up for a second the bears are seven and nine but to go through their last couple of games let's go with the last month or so to read off the results here starting with that monday night game against the vikings Beat the Vikings, beat the Lions, lost to the Browns in a game they should have won. Beat the Cardinals by 11, beat the Falcons by 20. So they have been in good form. I will admit, though, they've been a much better home team than road team. But I've seen this Green Bay team struggle in a must-win game before, last year to be exact. Eberflus is not a great coach in my opinion, but I'm not a big fan of LaFleur either. Give me the three points with a much better defense and a team that's in good form. huh <sighs> But I get it; they your, never posts. beat Green Bay. I get it. There's a yeah. bookie man aspect of it.
0: I get it it. it and I think that's really where I'm going. Where I'm going with this one, they just they just don't beat Green Bay, man. They really don't. This is really embarrassing. And I, I just knew. I I just know that Bears fans felt like this was going to be the season, and maybe next season is it. But it's not this one. Not the one immediately after Aaron Rodgers. They think that they and they think that there's so many chances that they have. They're not going to get it done. I'm taking Green Bay. All right, Seahawks Cardinals Seahawks are laying three on the road forty seven and a half is total. I guess Seahawks need the Green Bay to lose and them to win and they're in
1: as far as I'm concerned, I think they need a miracle, but let me just quickly pull that up because they I... have been uh now nah, they've, they've, I mean, they've been finding ways to win some games, but I can't say they've looked overly impressive recently, but they don't really need to, I guess. That loss to the Steelers, though, was pretty rough last week. I mean,
0: nah, bro. You got to fade this Cardinals team after last week. I'm taking the Seahawks.
1: I I think I like the Cardinals. I don't think Seattle's that good. It's just simple as that. Now, you are right, by the way. If Green Bay loses and Seattle wins, they are in the playoffs. Or if Seattle ties, but we're not even going to bother with that. I'm going I'm to link to the Cardinals. I do think you're looking at a spot where I like the form this team's in. The fact is, this team could have rolled over when Kyler came back. We saw that they were basically, I don't want to say tanking in the first half of the season, but they flipped Dobbs for a draft pick, and he kind of thought they were going to let the, t- the season end. And Kyler has come back. He's given them some life. And, yeah, Gannon loves him. He already called Kyler the number one quarterback of the roster for the future. Uh, I think he kind of has to at this point. But I'm going to lean to Arizona. I like to form the in. I think Seattle is a team that I have a lot of issues with as an overall roster. And I think Kyler's the better quarterback in this matchup. So I'm going to lean to Arizona, in my opinion. I think that Seattle's in a good spot to be that team that we see every year that needs to win in order to keep their hopes alive and they'll lay an egg. So I'm going <laughs> to lean to the Cardinals in a fun game, a high-scoring game. I like the over as my favorite play. But I think Arizona might be cooking with something here. I'm gonna to lean to Arizona.
0: Man, I really did. I really did want to fake the Seahawks until Arizona 100 won that game, and it, it was just out of my mind at that
1: point. Yeah, but Connor came back. He's been really good. Kyler's been good. Even the receiving core, Dorch has been solid. I mean, you're looking around. They, they've, hey man, they against like the guys
0: NFC East. It's the Cardinals in yeah. the NFC East. Everybody else has been horrible. It's just the NFC East, man. It's,
1: it's fair. Just I, I just, I don't know. There's something about that Seahawks team that I'm still having issues with trusting on a regular basis. So I'm an only terrorist. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Now we finally can talk about a game. We did all of that to finally get to a real game. The Buffalo Bills are traveling to Miami. You play Miami Dolphins. Bills are laying two and a half, 48 and a half. is total. This game is for the AFC East people. The Miami Dolphins are a close your eyes special after they did not cover the spread by 21 or more last week, and they are now catching points this week. I mean...
1: What, well, they lose again to Baltimore? They lost by, like, 90? What was that? Yeah, something 90, like that. I've, yeah, it was It was bad. Uh,
0: I should... I wonder if they did a Hard Knocks episode. I know they were
1: angry. I would love to see the film session that they had after losing that game by 50.
0: Hey, man. I, I don't know, man. I'm not a fake. I'm... I'm all over Miami to to. I don't think Buffalo. I didn't think Buffalo was good all year. Uh, so I'm I, I'm on Miami to get this done. Me, I just why love, we, I like Buffalo was good now.
1: I just love how the Bills, who have been the most Jackal and Hyde team all season long, are in a spot where they can either get the two seat or maybe get eliminated from the playoffs entirely. <laughs> to go through the actual process of that happening. If the Jaguars and the Steelers win and the Colts-Texans game does not end in a tie, so for the sake of this, the Jaguars and Steelers both win. If the Bills lose, they're eliminated from the playoffs. If they win, they're the two seed, and they might be eliminated from the playoffs if they lose, which I think is a perfect summary of the Bills' season so far. I mean, to interrupt what you were saying and to go back to it, I don't think the Bills are that good either. Everyone's acting like they're a great team. They're not. Every time I watch them, I'm not impressed. I think Josh Allen's injured. I think he can't throw a football, at least based on the last couple of weeks. They don't take any deep shots. It's why Stephon Diggs' stats have fallen off a cliff for the last month and a half. They're calling a lot more design runs with Mm -hmm. Cook and with Allen. He's not throwing the ball well. I I feel like nobody's talking about it, but I'm I'm assuming you've noticed the same thing. Allen's passing yards and yards per attempt, they've been abysmal. I think my talking. They weren't
0: even adding him to the injury report at one point.
1: And it was clear no. he was hurt. It's clear. Yeah, you're just watching him play. And it's like, all right, they're important. They're tor- uh, towards the goal line. He's going to get a rushing touchdown out of it. But they didn't suddenly become like a 60% rushing team out of nowhere. They're clearly compromised. They're clearly trying to adjust to an injury that Allen's dealing with that's going to come out once the season's over. But. I agree with you. (laughs) As
0: soon as this game's over, yeah, Josh Allen's getting surgery.
1: Season's over. It's like, oh, yeah, he's having surgery. He's had this arm issue. for, uh, Yeah, okay, sure. Shoulder issue, yeah. I I believe that just by watching him play. I'm going to take Miami in this one. Buffalo dominated the first meeting, but we see this every year. A lot of the AFC East teams really struggle in Miami. They just don't travel well there. Now, it's not going to be a daytime game, so luckily the weather's not going to be a big factor, at least based on the heat with the sidelines. But – you said it's a close your eyes special. I think Allen's banged up. The Bills' defense really doesn't impress me either. I know the pass rush is decent, but yeah, they can't these is games. Bad. And wait,
0: Achin and how fast this Miami
1: offense is? No way, man. No I way. mean, I want to quickly look at once again the Bills' recent performances because they've been winning games, but they played New England last week. Did they look good? Not really. No. I thought they were fine for the most part. New England's a laughing stock. Uh, but I thought Buffalo they won that game by six. Congratulations. You beat New England by six points. You played the Chargers with a new coach and Sick at quarterback who lost by about 60 the week prior. You won by two in a game you probably should have lost. Yes, you buried Dallas. I get it. You beat Kansas City in a game you arguably should have lost with the, you know, Tony thing happening. They won the game, but still, that was definitely a game they could have lost. So Buffalo's looked dominant in one game in the last month and now they're suddenly viewed as being a world-beater on the road laying three, give me Miami. I think this line's crazy.
0: Yeah. If they blew over. out a all couple of those teams, Miami. if
1: you buried the Patriots, if you buried the Chargers, I'd believe in you. But you didn't do either of those things. You won those games. Congrats, but you didn't look good in the process. So I think Miami is in a spot to win this division. I'm going to take Miami.
0: Yeah, um, and I'm not fading closure eye special. Definitely not
1: all right how's that done this year by the way the closure are special
0: yeah i mean i i have cashed a lot on it it's been it's been a few that you know have tried to ruin the experience for me but i feel like i'm profitable all right make sure you buy those tickets on game time man i've been trying to tell y'all i'm trying to tell you the game time app is the place to go to make sure you get the fastest tickets for the lowest price guarantee and you can't beat their their deals like they they are willing to credit you 110% of the difference if you find a seat in the same section of row for you for less. That's how much they're confident in themselves. I want to back somebody that's confident in themselves like that. That is an expert level of confidence there. Download the GainTime app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download the GainTime app today. Lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research everything in NFL, NBA, and soccer with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into the Hall of Fame Bets parlay optimizer tool, and it will break it down by leg, give you an expected probability. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right. Lock and dog. Former lock.
1: You fading your team?
0: Nah, give me Miami plus two and a half, man.
1: I saw three, so you can take three.
0: Yeah. Give me, plus three? Absolutely. A home dog plus three for the AFC East Championships? Uh, uh, championship? 100%. Give me Miami. Plus three.
1: All three, seven point loss on the road. They are seven and one yeah. at home, by the way. We didn't talk about that. Miami seven and one at home and Buffalo's three and four straight up on the road.
0: All right. For my dog. Now I'm fading my team. Sig Philly. Alt? Yep. They're gonna embarrass us in the first half because they're gonna try to sit down. They're gonna want to sit down. Oh, I can't get an alt. In the first half. Okay, maybe I don't want to play that anymore. Um... <laughs> Dude, do the cowboys nerf this
1: up. <laughs> they could, I think they're gonna win because I think Ron I think Rivera's incompetent, but I'll tell you what, if you wanted to go for a Hell Mary shot, I think the I think the commanders are more live than people think. I'm not picking them to win, but I think the game's gonna be more competitive than people expect it to be.
0: Really you wanna do, wanna it? do it? I kind of want to
1: do it. You can take a shot with it.
0: Mm, I won't do it. I won't do it. Instead, I will go for a touchdown score. And I'm just going to go back to the one game that I know I'm going to be betting because I know the game matters. <laughs> so give me a two-pick parlay. And we're going to... Parlay, Tyree Kill, and Devin Achan. Two of the fastest players on the field. I really, really question this Buffalo Bills defense. I don't think they're fast enough to keep up with Miami. I don't think that, you know, at this point in the season, the run defense is any good. I think Achan's going to be able to move the ball between the 20s really, really quick. They're going to put themselves in scoring positions, and they're embarrassed of how that game went last week. So give me a two-pick parlay with. Devin Achan and Tyreek Hill, both to score a touchdown. That is two to one.
1: All right. Uh, so for me, my lock on the show, couple of options for me to go with, but I think for this one, I am going to go with the I do not want the over in the Seahawks game. It really is catching my eye. I think I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna go with the over 47 and a half in that Seahawks Cardinals game. It's in uh-huh. a dome. We saw the Cardinals offense move the ball well last week against the Eagles. They scored 16 against the Bears, which actually isn't even that bad. I thought they moved the ball pretty well against one of the better defenses in the league. Scored 29 against the Niners. Gave up 45, but, I'm, but still. Point is, they scored some points against some good defenses. And I do think, once again, the Seahawks' defense is not very good. We saw them get into a shootout with Mason Rudolph and the Steelers <laughs> last week. That was a high-scoring game as that game landed 53. I see points here. It's in a dome. Weather's not a factor. Give me the over. I think it is pretty telling. That the first meeting landed 30, and the second meeting is a total of 47.5. I'm going with the over in this one. I think that game total is going to get into the 50s as my lock. For my dog, you know what? I am going to expect history to repeat itself. Give me the Bears' money line. I think the Bears sabotage the Packers. I think that LaFleur comes up short once again. The Packers looked really good in the uh, night game against the Vikings last week, but the Vikings once again started a haul instead of Mullins' And Hall, simply put, is not very good. So the Packers were kind of gifted a free win there. But Reid got injured, I some questions about this team. And I do think that with how Chicago's played recently, they've been really good. I'm going to back the team that's in good form, very good defense. Uh, Fields has kind of pieced it together to some degree. Uh, and I do think that DJ Moore can get loose in this matchup as well. Give me the Bears money line at plus 135.
0: All right. Anything else for people, Scott, before we get up out of here?
1: No, not really. Oh, we're back once again for the NBA show in the morning.
0: All right, for everybody that catches us on YouTube, make sure you like the video before you go, and make sure you give us a subscribe. Subscribe, like a lot of people are watching, not subscribing. Make sure you subscribe. Other than that, I have nothing else to say. Nothing else. Do no other way of ending podcasts just getting like this. This is the last afternoon games episode. I mean, I guess it's some variation of playoffs, but like, this is the last regular season one. Make some money. We're out of here.